0: My name is Samantha Barbato and this is the NEC Now. I'm here with Brianna Chilo, member of the Sacred Heart Swim Team and April's Hartford Healthcare Courage Award winner. Brianna, thank you for taking some time with us today and congratulations on the award.
1: Thank you, thank you for having me, I'm so excited.
0: Uh, Just to give everybody a little bit of background on the award, every month in the school year, COSIDA in association with Hartford Healthcare chooses two inspiring student athletes who have demonstrated courage in the face of adversity, such as overcoming injury, illness, or other challenges to be honored with this Hartford Healthcare Connecticut Courage Award. Brianna, obviously nobody can tell your story better than you. Can you tell us about your journey and the adversity that you've had to face?
1: Sure, so um, obviously I came to Sacred Heart um, my freshman year in 2016 and I literally was in perfect health. I was an athlete my whole life. Um, and the beginning of sophomore year, I had a great freshman year season beginning of sophomore year. I had a seizure one Sunday, like super randomly, I don't know where. I never experienced anything like that in my life. It was the craziest thing. Um, and while I was having it, the convulsions were so strong that my, uh, labrum in my shoulder was torn. So, um, we went to the hospital. The doctors cleared me um, neurologically, so they didn't think that it would be, the epilepsy was that bad. Um, but then I had to go to work rehabbing my shoulder so I could swim again. We went on training trip in January and I tried to swim on it. I did a hundred fly all out and I like, did okay, but I was in so much pain. I went back to my doctor and he said, I don't know how you're doing butterfly in the shoulder. We can't continue, it's in such bad shape. So I got surgery in February. And then I had a second seizure at the end of March, and the doctors realized it was a little bit more serious. So <clears throat> I went to the doctor at the end of August and I did a lot of testing and they had determined my doctor said to me, Are you going to the Olympics? And I said, No. And he said, Okay, then I really don't think it's safe for you to compete at this point with the stress on your body from waking up early and balancing your studies and your social life and being an athlete with the amount of hours you're training. And Um, it was a huge bummer. I mean, it was awful because I had been swimming my entire life um, and I worked really hard. So I sat on the sidelines for two years. I just cheered. I tried to be there for my teammates. I did everything I possibly could, um, but I mean, it was, you know, it's, I'm sure other athletes watching this could identify with how much they love their sport and how much they did. Our seniors who, you know, are, have to miss it now that they're, retired um it just it was even worse having to watch it all the time but I loved being with my teammates and I loved showing my support for the team and the team got even better every year so it was so much fun to watch and then I had another seizure in January 2019 and as of January 2020 I've been one year seizure free which is knock on wood um, it's been amazing but I said to my coach listen I didn't swim for two years. I know I haven't trained, but our senior day is coming up. I have to get in the pool one last time. I don't care. I don't care what event it is. Like I can't let it be what it was because my last race, I didn't know it was going to be my last race. And I was like, I, I can't graduate like this. So my shoulders still, even if it, I fully rehabbed it, I would have never been able to do butterfly again, which was my hundred butterfly was my event. So I got in for a 50 freestyle and <laughs> it was never my event, but it was fun. And I I did okay. And I got out and I, my coach walked over to me. He's like, All right, any C's? And I said to him, I was like, All right, let's go. I didn't train for another month. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't do anything. But I went to any C's, pulled on my tech suit, got up on the block, and just told myself to literally fling my arms and kick as fast as I possibly can and just see how fast I can go and that was it I mean it was I did I did pretty well considering the circumstances and it it literally was like the best experience because it was something I was never expecting to get so
0: not just that you said you PR'd yeah right yeah that's that's a huge deal um I had read some of your articles on Swim Slam and you had mentioned that your doctor begrudgingly gave you the okay. What was, like, how did that feel to you to, like, finally hear that okay and grab that and go? It
1: was, it was a little bit scary because I didn't love to hear that he, like, played 20 questions with me and, like, definitely was a little bit, you know, cautious about it. Like, you know, it would have been great for him to be like, of course, go ahead, no question, like, little scary for me to be like okay my doctor doesn't love this but it's also like this is a once in a lifetime thing for me and a chance that I never even thought about getting until now so it's like I have to do it I mean most swimmers are lifeguards and the NEC championships were full of a ton of swimmers and lifeguards working event and coaches who I think have to be certified like like i was in great hands and i was like so safe no even if something were to happen to me but i mean i was surprised when they said yes and i was so so grateful and i told my doctor a million times i was so happy and i mean it, it took a lot of work to get to where i am so it's it was really great
0: now uh central connecticut senior swimmer caitlin mann was last month's recipient of the award. uh you guys go way back swimming together since you were seven years old. Um, She said she was on the blocks right behind you at NECs. Um, Both of you guys going through some of these things at nearly the same time. uh, What did that do for your relationship? Did it help having her as someone to talk to? And how did it feel having her right there at NECs with you?
1: Yeah, it was so crazy. I mean, we literally had known each other since we were seven and I mean, you know, we went to freshman year and like we always, when we always cheered each other on, you know, it was really great to have her in the conference and also one of my other teammates and she also swam with us since we were young, but I'll, I'll never forget walking on the pool deck. It was the meet after I was sidelined and I, I saw Kaylin and her mom were there. I think we were at Central, it was a dual meet, I think. And I was like, hey, what are you out for? Like, what's going on with both of us right now? And it was just in early stages of her finding out. It was like the very beginning of her testing. And we were both like, not laughing about it, but it was kind of like, oh, what are the odds of this? And it just, all of a sudden, everything escalated. And it was like, it was watching her strength that made me feel like, wow, if she can do that, like I can push through what I'm dealing with right now. And I can't even tell you, like, she's the strongest person I've ever met, like her strength. And even the way that she's come back, if you watched her swims at NECs, after she came back, it's like, she never left the pool. Like she is so fast. Like she pushed through like nobody's business. And I actually didn't realize she was behind me like at the blocks till I got out and I was like, this is such a great moment for both of us that we were able to start and finish our careers
0: together, especially through everything, so. That's really awesome. Now on the academic side of things, you're also editor in chief of your school newspaper, The Spectrum. Uh, you're also on the NEC academic honor roll, No Small feat, uh, majoring in media arts journalism. Um, as I said before, I've seen some of your articles on SWIMSWAM, seems like journalism has been a pretty good outlet for you during this also Um, if you want to tell us a little bit about your program at Sacred Heart um, the paper and I guess how you feel like journalism helps you with this and writing about it with your blog
1: yeah so I mean I've always been one of those people ever since I was super young that like writing just talking or writing like always helps me out and at first When I was diagnosed, it was really, really hard for me to talk about, and it still can be, but when I was first diagnosed, the first time I had a seizure, I woke up, and I had no idea. Like I went to the hospital. They were like, oh, you just had a seizure, and I kind of was like, what's that? Like I kind of knew, but I didn't know enough as much as I should have, and writing has has been an outlet for me to process what I'm going through, but more than anything, it's been a way for me to reach out to people to... Make them feel less alone and to educate people. So my writing through Swim Swim, I know that's not what you asked, but my writing through Swim Swim has been a big part of that because I do get emails and messages from parents and swimmers of um, children that have epilepsy, or even swimmers my age in college, all different types of athletes and people um, in similar situations asking me for advice or asking me to be their mentor to talk to them, stuff like that, um, and. Spectrum. I've done the same thing. I've written. I don't, I write like once a year in November for Epilepsy Awareness Month. I'll write something like that. Just trying to spread awareness the best I can. Um, my blog has been another thing where I, you know, I try to do that, and it. I think it benefits myself and other people. That's why I'm so grateful for even things like this, where I am able to talk about it and just like, if you know, seizure first aid, you can save someone's life. Like it's it's that simple, and it takes five minutes to learn, and it's like something a lot of people don't know. But, I mean, in terms of the program at SHU, like, I always loved writing, but I never imagined I could get to editor-in-chief of the school newspaper. And it's so great because when I joined, we have a class called News Writing and Reporting. Um, and I walked into the class and our professor was like, okay, you write for the newspaper now. And we were like, okay. Like, so our homework assignments were to write articles for the newspaper, which was super cool because it was like, we were already applying our learning and we weren't even part of a club or anything, but we were getting real life experience. I have, even before I became part of the board or like became an editor, I already had writing samples from a real printed newspaper that we put together, which was so cool. Um, and Sacred Heart just has such an amazing communication program. I remember when I first came to visit, we had our brand new building that had just opened um city our facilities all that and I looked at my mom and I was like this school is growing so much and like blossoming like there's so many new things happening and and there were so many reasons why I chose Sacred Heart but even when I got there everything it's a it's a pretty small school which works so well for I think a lot of students especially myself because like I know my professors I'm close with my classmates like we work on small projects but they like the paper is sent to the entire school, racks all over the school. Like people are really immersed in it. People really do read it. They read online. Like the project we put together, people pay attention to and we get real life
0: experience in the classroom. That's awesome. Um, So what would you say to some student athletes who might be dealing with illness, injury, or really just anything that they're challenged or something that they're trying to overcome? So I think my best, my most encouraging advice and
1: something I never really realized would be that being an athlete is, it's so hard and it's so draining and it's so rewarding, but I can't think of any other thing in my life that would have prepared me for what I went through besides being an athlete for 10 years. Like the hard work that we put in so mindlessly every day, like it's like, okay, I need to go to practice. Like you just go to practice, you know, like, you don't second guess that you have to work hard. You just know you have to work hard. And it's kind of like, I've shown perseverance. Like all the athletes, you've shown perseverance. You know how to work hard. Like, you know, you have the strength to go through something that may be annoying at five o'clock in the morning, you really don't feel like doing today, but you know how to work hard when you need to. And you know how to push through something that is difficult for you. So that strength that I got from training for 10 years and becoming a D1 athlete has gotten me so far and can help anyone push through anything
0: I think. That's awesome. Brianna, thank you so much for taking some time with us today. Congratulations on this award. It's a major deal. Uh, we wish you the best of luck as you graduate this year.
1: And I just want to add that my time as an athlete in the NEC has been so invaluable to me. The NEC cultivates such a positive competition environment. And I know all the athletes that I've competed against and my team has have been so, so awesome and worked so hard and just have had such good attitudes about swimming. So thank you so
0: much. Brianna, thank you so much again for joining us today. Congratulations. That was Brianna Chilo and this has been NEC Now.